The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him, and he was by the sea. Then one of the leaders of the synagogue named Jairus came, and when he saw him, fell at his feet and begged him repeatedly, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, so that she may be made well and live. So Jesus went with him, and a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for twelve years. She had endured much under many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and she was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus, and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak, for she said, If I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately her hemorrhage stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing in on you? How can you say, Who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling, fell down before him, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the leader's house to say, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leader of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. He allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house of the leader of the synagogue, Jesus saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. When he had entered, he said to them, Why do you make a commotion and weep? The child is not dead but sleeping. And they laughed at him. Then he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talathiakum, which means, Little girl, get up. And immediately the girl got up and began to walk about. She was twelve years of age. At this they were overcome with amazement. Jesus strictly ordered them that no one should know this, and told them to give her something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel, Jesus performs two very dramatic healings. The first involves the synagogue's leader, Jairus, whose daughter is at the point of death. Both of these healings will involve the mediation of the physical, the corporeal. And so the leader falls at Jesus' feet and says, If you but lay your hands on her, she will be well. Now, of course, he had faith, and that was important as well. The second healing comes when another woman elbows her way through the crowd, falls at Jesus' feet, and says, If I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. And immediately her hemorrhage stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed. 
So here we have two instances of healing. Both women had faith, but notice Jesus used the material. First of all, his own humanity in touching the girl, and she rises. And the word in the Greek there is the same word that will be used when Jesus is risen from the dead. But also we have a woman who merely touches the hem of Jesus' garment. Now this is at the heart of the economy of salvation, how God conveyed his grace, because he knows that we are spiritual and corporeal, body-soul composites. So he deigns to come down to our level and engage grace in a way that we will be most open to it that is using the physical that we're familiar with. There's many precedents of this throughout the scriptures, many foreshadowings. For example, in 2 Kings chapter 13, the dead bones of Elisha come in contact with a person who recently died and he comes to life immediately because he came into contact with the dead bones of this holy man. In the Acts of the Apostles, we have Peter's shadow falling on the sick and they are healed. That's in Acts chapter 5. And in Acts chapter 19, Paul's aprons, the things that he touched, his cloaks, when they come in contact with the sick, the sick are healed. So we see this use of the corporeal because God wants to avail himself to us in a way that we can approach him. And that's the whole reason for the incarnation, God coming and taking on flesh and then using the corporeal to communicate his grace. That's the whole basis of the sacraments, sacramentals, and relics. And what we're doing here tonight as well, because the incarnation is extended not only through the sacraments and relics and sacramentals, but the holy sacrifice of the mass, bread and wine. Mere physical elements are brought to the altar, and after the prayer of consecration, they become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. And we receive Christ in his body, blood, soul, and divinity. We are healed. We are strengthened for the journey. That's how passionate God is for our salvation, our well-being. We have a precedent for that, or at least a foreshadowing in the first reading today from 2 Samuel chapter 18, because there is the account of Absalom, the son of David, but who was a rebellious son, who had tried to usurp David's kingdom. And when the rebellion fails, and in fact Absalom is killed, and it comes to the knowledge of the king, we see that he's deeply moved, goes up to his chamber, and weeps, and says, Oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, would I have died instead of you? Now that's a foreshadowing of God who does send his son, Jesus who does die for us. And through his death and resurrection, again, this corporeal humanity of Christ who suffers on the cross, raised again, and now communicates to us, especially through the sacraments which are bread and wine, oil and water, and we are healed. It's all part of God's great plan of salvation. Let's rejoice, be glad, and continue to come to the sacraments, experience that healing that we need, and then through our own physicality, our own hands, our own feet, the way we speak, the way we listen, 
we use our physical natures and the attributes we've been given to again communicate God's grace and healing to others who are in desperate need.